What up, what up, what up? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Impact Sports Radio Show. My name is Chris Asbrock, and I am your host as always. And also, luckily produced and brought to you by Darkhawk Nutrition. Darkhawk Nutrition is the next evolution in sports supplements. Their pre-workout protein, creatine, and other products are produced in FDA-approved facilities, third-party tested for quality, and are guaranteed clean. Use code IMPACT for 15% off of your entire selection at darkhawknutrition.com. That is code IMPACT for 15% off of your order at darkhawknutrition.com. And again, we are so thankful to be uh, partnered with Darkhawk Nutrition. Well, folks, almost here. We are one day away. The 2022 season is set to start. Oh, man, for baseball fans, this is something we just simply cannot, we can't get enough of. You know, baseball fans, this is going to be after, you know, after a long, long offseason, you know, which was obviously, you know, the the topic of everything was the was the lockout. And that's it, it was tough. You know, baseball fans, it was kind of seeming like, man, were we ever going to get to this point? And now finally we're here. So opening week, it's here. Opening day is tomorrow. This is, I mean, you can't get more excited than what we are right now as baseball fans. There's so much to really look forward to in baseball right now with everything encompassing the game. Obviously, just the sheer excitement of opening day. Everyone has a chance. Not a single team is out of it yet. We have all of the young talent in this game. And this is, I mean, this is something that you just cannot help but get ecstatic for if you're a baseball fan. Opening day's here. So many questions coming into this, you know, coming into this 2022 season. You know, there were so many players that moved, uh, moved teams, as always. And and I say this all the time that baseball, there's no better sport. It's that the hot stove season. It is baseball hot stove season is just awesome. And this one was pretty interesting this year because of the lockout. We had a couple huge deals that were signed just before the lockout. You know, you had Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon going to Texas. And then, you know, you have the lockout. Once that was lifted, you know, you see Josh Harrison head to the AL Central to help bolster the Chicago White Sox. You see Nick Castellanos going to Philadelphia. Obviously the big one, Freddie Freeman. Going Korea. Minnesota. You know, so different things like that. And you've had a couple huge trades. You get Matt Olson going from Oakland to Atlanta. Now filling the role that Freddie Freeman had got Matt, you know, Matt Chapman getting traded from Oakland, going to Toronto, help bolster that already star-studded team. Josh Donaldson, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa heading to the Yankees. So, so many different things going on in, you know, in baseball and, and what we have to look forward to. This is going to be an interesting season. It really is. There's some divisions that are going to be incredibly easy to predict. Some divisions that are going to be incredibly difficult to. That's what we're going to look into right now. We're going to go division by division, briefly touch on each team, and kind of go from there on how we, you know, on how we figure uh, the the season is going to play out. So, let's take a look at the National League Central. For those of you here in Cincinnati, this is our division, the Reds division. Now, this one is going to be, this one is a toss-up at the top. So, I've, you know, the way I have it set up, I've got St. Louis Cardinals, 
25 to 1 on there are 25 to 1 odds to win the series. That is based off of Caesar Sportsbook. And these odds were from uh, I believe April 1st is what it is. Yes, April 1st. Um, they're predicted to have 85 and a half wins. I've got them to win the division. I think because they're the St. Louis Cardinals, you can never count them out. Now, Milwaukee is a team that is, you know, you never know what you're going to get with them. They could be a complete thorn in the side of everyone, which, you know, most likely is going to be the case. Now, if you look at, you know, they're predicted, according to to Caesars, they're predicted to win the Central. I've got them finishing second, and like I said, they could be, they could easily flip-flop with St. Louis. Uh, they're a 16-1 to odd to win the World Series, and they are the division favorite according to Caesars. So Caesars has them going. uh, They've got them at number one. They've got the Cardinals two, the Cubs three, the Reds four, and then the Pirates five. I have that exactly the same, except for I have the Brewers and Cardinals flip-flop. I think the Brewers, I think that they will finish in second just because the, the Cardinals, again, the Cardinals are the Cardinals, and they are so tough to predict. But again, Milwaukee... Milwaukee's going to be right there, and Milwaukee's going to make it difficult for anyone to, you know, they're not going to make it easy for any team coming out of the division, let's put it that way. And let's be real, they could easily come away with the division. That's how good they are. You know, they've got, you know, Corbin Burns, who is the Cy Young Award winner. You've got Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. You know, those guys all... Last year, you still have Christian Yelich on the team. Great, great team. And here's the thing: their offense, you know, if they can continue to, you know, to improve offensively and back up that already stellar pitching staff, be in great shape. They are going to be in great shape. down to is the offense lacked a little bit last year Christian Yelich had he took a step back he's got to step it back up and now you look at them going head to head with the Cardinals you look at the Cardinals now Cardinals have they just brought back Albert Pujols he's going to be done after the year now, are you going to have Yadi and Molina and Adam Wainwright? Are they going to join him? That's the crazy part of all this. Where do the Cardinals go from here? If they take that step forward, if, you know, capture the division with an aging Albert Pools. Now, obviously, having the universal DH makes it so much easier. And Albert Pujols is going to be the starting DH for the Cardinals on opening day. That's a great team. Cardinals are a great, they're a great, great baseball team. You got Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado is Nolan Arenado. You still got Paul Goldschmidt. Those two right there are enough to carry a team, especially in the American or the National League Central. You got the Chicago Cubs. Now, the Chicago Cubs, I predicted to finish third. Uh, They've got right now, according to ESPN, they've got 9.2% playoff odds. And their wins are set at 74.5. So, yes, they went out there and they got Marcus Stroman and Wade Miley to uh, bolster the pitching staff. They got Kyle Hendricks still. Nick Madrigal offensively. And they got Seiya Suzuki. They were the ones who... Move to get Saya Suzuki from Japan. Now they could really make a run at the top two if you know they are able to to keep things you know to keep things going. Ian Happ still out there for him. 
you know, that's that's what this you know this Cubs team you don't you don't know, you know they got rid of all the all the big guys last year, you know Chris Bryant's gone, Rizzo's gone, Javi Baez gone, so you don't know exactly what's going to. You don't know exactly, you know, what the Cubs are going to be. You know, they were perennial contenders. You know, every single year you knew the Cubs were going to be in it. Not now. You just don't see that. Now the Cincinnati Reds. Who knows what you're going to get from them. Payroll cutting mode. They bring in Tommy Pham, which you know everyone was kind of like, okay. They've brought in some guys, you know, some some solid players. Uh, the Reds again are at a hundred; they're at one hundred twenty-five to one odds to win the World Series. Their prediction is set for seventy-four and a half wins. So, you know, what are you going to get from them? Again, we don't know. Nobody knows what you're going to get from the Reds. However, you know, based off of what we've seen so far, you know, I think the Reds are going to be much better than people think. I mean, ESPN has them to win 77 games, but right now you still got Hunter Green and Nick Lodola are coming up. They're going to be in the starting rotation. You still have Tyler Malley, Luis Castillo. You know, Castillo set to be coming back here soon. You've got Moustakis. You have Nick Senzel. If Nick Senzel can stay healthy. He's going to be a crucial, crucial piece of this team. You have Tyler Stevenson now behind the plate. Guys like Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez, Tucker Barnhart, Nick Castellanos. That's four big names right there that are gone. Last year's team that had they had the expanded playoffs like they do now, that's how close they are. That's how close they were. The question is, can they get back to that? That's where it's going to get interesting. I've got the Reds finishing fourth in the division. I can see them flip-flopping with the Cubs and making that run. Again, if the Reds can stay healthy and the pitching stays like like they're expected, things could be good in Cincinnati. I don't think they make the playoffs. There's too many strong teams here in the National League for the Reds to make the playoffs. They can make a run, though. And still make it a pretty fun summer in Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, yeah. I mean, they're projected to have 64 and a half wins. Things are not going to look good in Pittsburgh. So, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. So, well, that's, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Let's head out to the National League East. This one's going to be an interesting um, division as well. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch and see how it plays out. Um, the Atlanta Braves, the defending World Series champions, are the ones who are still, they're still there. They didn't go anywhere. Now the question is, you know, what are you looking at with them? Well, I've got them winning the division. I think they are, I still think that they are the they're the team to beat out of the East. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook has them 12 to 1 odds to repeat as World Series champs. Uh, they've got them at 90 and a half wins as well. So that's an inter- you know that's interesting. Um, I think you know I think Matt Olson. I, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to fill in nicely for you know for for Freddie Freeman. While Freddie Freeman is Freddie Freeman, still. Olson gets the job done and does, you know, I think he does a great job for him. You know, this team, you know, does not have a problem. You know, if everything stays on task and, you know, and they stay, you know, stay healthy, you know, they win their fifth straight in LA's title. You got Matt Olson again. You have Austin Riley. You have Ronald Acuna Jr. You have Ozzie Albies. Um, you've got, you know, You've got a great bullpen. You've got, and you know, you have a great uh, starting rotation. You know, so there's so many. You know, 
there's so many great players on this team that can help the Atlanta Braves. I've got the New York Mets finishing second. Now, that could completely change now with Jacob deGrom. Changes everything. Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer. So, what are you going to get from the New York Mets? You never know. The Mets are a team that it's, you know, it. you never know. So, guy, you don't, you have no idea how long Jacob DeGrom's going to be out. That's the problem. Because just when you think it's going to go well, something happens to the Mets. That's what we're looking at right now. 87 and a half wins is what they're projected at. With the Jacob DeGrom injury, I think that really changes a lot. Now, granted, like I said, they do have, you know, they've got some, they've got some players on this team. Uh, you know, DeGrom is going to be your, you know, he would have been the guy with, you know, with Scherzer. Now, all that pressure is building on Max Scherzer now. So... You know, with guys like, you know, Francisco Lindor, um, you have Jeff McNeil, Brandon Nimmo, Pete Alonzo. Those guys are going to have to step up and carry the... It's going to be a long, long summer in Queens. So, you know, that's where, you know, these guys really have to step it up. Uh, I've got the Philadelphia Phillies finishing third in this division. They're said Caesar has them at 85 and a half wins. ESPN has them at 89 wins. Um, again, I've got them third. You still have, I mean, the offense is going to be great. You know, Bryce Harper, Giannis, Kyle Schwarber are going to rake this year. We know that. We know what you're going to get from the, you know, offensively from the Philadelphia Phillies. Especially with those three guys. So, now, you know, what are we looking at? Defensively is what is the key part here for the Philadelphia Phillies. That's no that's no secret. We know the Phillies defense is what struggled. And now you bring in Nick Castellanos, who is not a solid defender. And Kyle Schwarber, same situation there. Both great players, don't get me wrong. But not where, not up to snuff defensively. Let's be real. So if they can step it up defensively, because you know the pitching staff is going to be, you know, relatively good. You got Zach Wheeler, you've got Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, you know, Corey Knable at the back end. You know, things could be great in Philadelphia. This is going to be an interesting season because they are they're an interesting team to watch and one that if they can step it up defensively are going to be nasty to face as the season continues on and into the playoffs. Fourth, I got the Miami Marlins. I think the Marlins are I think they're an intriguing team to watch. I think they have one of the best rotations in baseball. And they're going to be like I said, they're going to be one that's intriguing. Um, Caesars has them at, um, they've got them at 75 and a half wins here. And then if you look at ESPN, well, now things aren't going my way here with this. Now, let me, hold on a second here. Um, so Caesars has them, like I said, at 75 and a half wins. Uh, ESPN's got them at 77 wins. Now it's been forever since the Marlins have, you know, made a serious push at over 500. Uh, according to ESPN, Marlins haven't finished above 500 in 162 game season since 2009, averaging 91.4 losses in those 11 years. Now, obviously COVID, they made the play, the COVID year, they made the playoffs, which was great. But here's the thing. This team, they've got some they've got some talent again. Like I said, you get Avisayo Garcia, Jorge Soler, Jesus Sanchez, Sandy Alcantara, Trevor Rogers, you know, those guys are, you know, they could carry a team here, a young team. You know, they were in on Nick Castellanos moving forward. You still have Jazz Chisholm. You know, this team is going to be 
they're going to be a fun one to watch. Now, you know, where are they going to finish? Are they going to be over 500? I don't think so. But the pitching staff is enough to carry them. The question is, is everything else going to come together for them to where they can, you know, carry on? And then finally, the Washington Nationals, you know, they are, they're in rebuild mode right now. Um, So I think that's about as, you know, about as good as you're going to get for the Washington Nationals. I just don't see really much coming out of them, you know, at this point in time. So, you know, right now they're projected um, 69 wins from ESPN and 70 and a half from Caesar Sportsbook. Um, You still got Juan Soto and the Duke can be... (laughs) He can legit be one of the best hitters in all of, in all of the game, um, but again, don't see really much coming out of out of out of Washington this coming season. I just think it's going to be too much for them to overcome, and it's just not going to. Uh, fortunately for them, it's just not going to to uh, to you know play out well for them. I think they finished last, like I said, in the uh, in the National League East. So let's head out west real quick. Um, no doubt on this, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers are going to be your team to your team to beat. Um, they are absolutely loaded. They are projected. ESPN has them at 101 wins. Caesar Sportsbook has 98. I do think they do win over 100 games this year. I think that that's just an easy um, that's an easy prediction there with that. Um, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger. I mean, there really isn't much more you can say, um, you know, defensively this or offensively. I mean, these guys are absolutely loaded. Um, you will look at pitching staff. Okay, we'll go Walker Bueller. Clayton Kershaw is coming back for, you know, for a year. Julio Urias. This team's stacked. Let's be real. They win the division, no problems at all. Now the question is, who finishes in second? You got the Giants, who stunned everyone last year, winning 107 games. Or do you got the Padres? Now, the, this one's going to be intriguing. I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants. I think that they do have enough talent to continue on, and you know, and, and get the job done in finishing second and qualifying for the you know for the playoffs. Um, with that being the case, you know, like I said, Caesars has them at 85 and a half wins, which is a huge step back from, you know, like I said, last year's 107. Um, ESPN has them 85 wins. So, you know, you still have some some solid talent. The question is, can they continue that? Can they build on last year? That's the key thing. Can they? They sure can. Will they? That I don't know. San Diego. Finishing in third. I, oh, as I'm doing this podcast right now, I really want to change that and flip-flop them and make them second because I think they can do it. You've got Tatis. Um, he's set to come back. You've got Manny Machado, Will Myers, Eric Hosmer. Um, you know, they, you know, this team... You never know. You never know what you're going to get with them. This is an interesting team to, to, to keep an eye on. They just went out and traded for Sean Manaya. You've got Mike Clevenger still. You have... Um, oh, geez. Um, I, I'm losing track of uh, the players here. Oh, Blake Snell, that's who I was trying to get at. You Darvish. Struggling here with these with the pitchers. Um Again, it seems like every year AJ Preller, the GM, wins the offseason. Seems like it's constant with AJ Preller. Every time he does that, the team doesn't follow through on the field that is. Same thing happened last year. Can they flip flop that and make that run towards the playoffs? I think they can. I think they make it in. And I think they're going to be a nightmare to play. 
because this team has a ton of talent, extremely deep within in the pitching staff. Like I said, you got Sean Mania, you've got you Darvish, Blake Snell, Mike Clevenger. Team, like I said, the team is loaded. Team is flat out loaded. What can they do from there? The Colorado Rockies. Finishing in fourth. I think, you know, you never know what the Rockies are going to do either. They're, they're a team that, you know, they sit there and they go out and, you know, they get rid of Nolan Arenado's contract. They lose Trevor Story. Only to go out and sign Chris Bryant to a massive seven-year, $182 million deal. I don't know really what to make of that. You never know. That's the thing with with the Colorado Rockies. What are you doing? Now, they're a team, again, you know, ESPN's got them at 66 wins. Caesars has them at 69 and a half. You've got Chris Bryan in that lineup. You're going to have Randall Grichuk, CJ Crone, Ryan McMahon. The team's going to put up runs as always. It's it's course field. Of course they are. You've got Herman Marquez, Kyle Freeland. Those are your two top two starters with the team. Kyle Freeland starting opening day for him. The lefty. This kid can deal. Marquez, absolute stud. The Rockies, they, man, it's like they're spending money to finish in fourth. Only that's that's like their highest, you know, highest right now. Can they do more? They sure can, but they got to do it quick though, because the rest of that division outside of the Arizona Diamondbacks is getting better. Wow. The Rockies seem to be doing deals that are, you know, head scratchers. Arizona, about the same situation as the Rockies. I think the Rockies do finish with more, you know, I, I think they finish obviously with more wins and finish ahead of Arizona. The problem is you're in the America or you're in the National League West, which is an absolute gauntlet with the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants. That's your problem. That's gonna be the downbacks downfall. So Unfortunately, it is what it is for those two teams. Um, but that. Hey, what's up, everyone? We are back for the second part of our preview podcast. This section is the American League. And let's head on out west to the American League West, where the Houston Astros have been the team to beat the last, heck, five-plus years out west. And that seems to be the case again this year with the uh, with the Seattle Mariners really close in tow uh, to, the, to the Houston Astros. Now, this is going to be an intriguing season again um, out west. This is a division that um, should be – it's – it's going to be an interesting one. Let's be real. Uh, right now, the projection from ESPN has them uh, has the Astros going 95 and 65, and um, uh, Caesars has them uh, 92 and a half wins, uh, 10 to 1 odds to win the World Series. Now, the the Astros are again, like I said, they're they are an interesting club um, with Carlos Correa heading to Minnesota. Um, they are going to be without uh, without some you know without some talent. The question is, can they still uh, still maintain that? Uh, Houston Astros again are you know they're they're getting older. You've got Justin Verlander who is you know he's coming back from Tommy John, and you have uh, like I said not having Carlos Correa anymore, not having George Springer. Granted, George Springer was gone uh, last year, but this is a team like I said they're getting older. They still have some talent. Kyle Tucker uh, is, you know, he continues to to improve. You still have Alex Bregman. Um, those two guys are always going to be in the MVP conversation. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, you know, Jordan Alvarez. Those guys are the, that's the offense that this team is really going to be looking, 
looking to. Um, but here's the thing, Jeremy Pena, who there's a lot of a lot of hype surrounding Jeremy Pena. He's the guy now that has to take over at shortstop for Carlos Correa. Can he do that? And you know, and can he be, you know, can he do a, a good enough job to you know to maintain that? That is the big question um, for the Houston Astros. Now, I've got the Seattle Mariners finishing in second. Uh, they've got them at I think 84 and a half wins if you look at the uh, I believe it's Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, but if you look at ESPN, they've got them at 82 wins. I think they are going to surpass that. They were just a game out of the playoffs from last year anyway. I think the Seattle Mariners have done a lot. I think they are a solid, solid team. With Robbie Ray coming over after winning the Cy Young, came over from Toronto. You still have, now you have some young studs in the outfield, Logan Gilbert. You've got Jared Kellenick, Julio Rodriguez. You have Jesse Winker, A. Eugenio Suarez. Those two came over from the Cincinnati Reds in a big, on uh, a big trade. This team is loaded. Jerry Depoto, uh, you know, when if you remember, Jerry Depoto came out, you know, right after the, uh, right after the lockout was lifted, and he was like, I'm, "I woke up and I'm ready to do some transacting," and uh, that's what he's done. He has done a complete. I don't want to say a complete rebuild because this team was in pretty good shape last year. But you look at the at the Seattle Mariners and what they have. This team can really, really, really make a run to the playoffs. I think they'd make it. I think they are one of the third or one of the three extra wild card teams. So this team is again. They're going to be in pretty good shape. Um, like I said, ESPN has them right now at a 34.6% playoff odd. They are a 35 to 1 favorite right now to win the uh, World Series. They are 18 to 1 to win the uh, win the American League and plus 460 to win the division. Again, this they could do it. This team is going to battle with the Houston Astros for the division. They're going to battle, and it would not surprise me one bit if the Houston Astros finish in second place after the Mariners beat them. That's I can I can legitimately see that happening. Just the way this is playing out, I think that the the Mariners are a much much better team than people are going to give them credit for. With that being the case, do they have enough to? You know, take that extra step. The problem is you're going up against the you're going up against the Houston Astros, who have an absolute you know mountain of experience. That's the problem that you're going to run into if you are the uh, if you're the Seattle Mariners. So that's what you're looking at in terms of the uh, continuing to stay out west here. You've got the Los Angeles Angels. I've got them finishing in third. I think they are, uh, they're a great team. Again, they've got loads of talent as well. And they are going to get the job done. And, you know, and I, they, they're going to be much better than in years past. Um, this team is projected to win 82 games. And that's from ESPN. They've got a 36.6% playoff odd. Uh, but if you look at what Caesars has them, they've got them finishing in second with 84 and a half wins. Can that happen? It sure can, because they've got the talent on this club to do it. You've got Mike Trout. You've got Anthony Rendon. You know, and, and obviously you have Shohei Otani. Those are three studs right there. That if they play their game and if they do it right, then guess what? They're going to make some serious noise. And if you look at, you know, the pitching staff, you got Noah Syndergaard now leading that pitching staff. Noah Syndergaard coupled with Shohei Otani. This has the potential to be a great, great team. You've got Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh as two young guys who, can, who if they step up, 
can really make some noise as well in helping this team out. That's what you're going to see here from the Los Angeles Angels. Going in fourth place, I've got the Texas Rangers. Texas is only projected to win 74 and a half games, according to Caesars. I think the Texas Rangers are going to be a little bit better than that. I think they've done enough, and I think that they can really, you know, I think they can really improve on, you know, on that, uh, you know, on that number from last year. You know, last year they struggled mightily. ESPN has them only to win 69 games this year. But here's the thing. This team last year won like 60 games. They were brutal. They were brutal. So what did they do before the lockout? They went out, they signed Corey Seager, and they signed Marcus Simeon. They brought in John Gray. So now you've got Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, you have Nathaniel Lowe, and then you get Adolis Garcia to help with that offense. And then they go out and they trade for Mitch Garver. Granted, they did trade to Isaiah Kanafalefa. That's going to happen. It's okay. It is what it is. But they still have loads of talent. Like I said, now you've got John Gray, Dane Dunning. Those two guys to, to lead that rotation. Now, with that being the case, can they can they take that step forward? I think they can. Are they going to win 74 games? I think they, they could. They could be pushing around 500, I think. You know, Corey Seager has to live up to that 10-year, $325 million contract he got. Marcus Simeon, seven years, $175 million. They spent $500 million on two players. Half a billion dollars. So guess what? The pressure's on those guys. And if everything does go right for them and those guys step up, they get the pitching, guess what? The Rangers can push for a playoff spot. That's not out of the realm of possibility. It very well could happen. You never know. You have to see exactly how this all plays out. And then in last, I do have the Oakland Athletics, I think. Unfortunately for them, you know, they just, um, you know, they went out and they made, they made some moves that ended up, you know, they, I don't want to say they, they sold their soul, but they kind of sold their soul. Um, ESPN has them projected and went 70 and a half. Uh, no, ESPN has them to go 68-94. Caesars has them 70 and a half. 125 to 1 odds to win the World Series. Um, they got some talent in the trades that they made, uh, getting Christian Pache. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I just, I don't think, I don't think they have enough to get it done in, you know, in this division. They just, they don't, you know, they, they got rid of a lot of players. But if there's one team that can really do it and, and rebound, not this year, it's not going to be this year, but within a year or two. It is certainly the Oakland Athletics. You know, you've, like I said, you've got some really, really good players. But you don't have enough because you end up dealing a lot of them. That's a big problem. That's, in fact, a major problem. You know, like I said, you you know, getting rid of Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, two huge players that you end up dealing, and then you just dealt Sean Manaya to the San Diego Padres. That's tough. I mean, you still have Sean Murphy, great catcher. But, you know, you're looking at a team right now that that is gonna push for hundred losses. Like I said, ESPN has them at sixty eight ninety four. That's a realistic, you know, that's a realistic look at what you're, uh, at what this team could be facing, unfortunately. So let's go to the Central. Uh, the, uh, the American League Central is a division that right now is, it is the 
Chicago White Sox to lose. And the White Sox are one of the top teams in baseball, period. Especially in the American League. Uh, Chicago White Sox are an absolutely loaded team. And they are projected, uh, according to ESPN, to go 93-69. and 69. They've got an 85.5% chance of uh, making the playoffs. Uh, they are 12-1 uh, to 1 odds to win the World Series. And Caesars has them at 91.5 wins. Again, this is the White Sox division to lose. Um, they won 93 games uh, last year. Uh, this team is flat out loaded. Flat out loaded. You've got Eloy Jimenez, you have Luis Robert, you have A.J. Pollock, you have uh, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease. You brought over, uh, Josh Harrison came over in free agency. Uh, You just got Johnny Cueto. There's a lot of talent on this Chicago White Sox team. Let's be real. This team is solid. Again, like I said, uh, and then you add Joe Kelly to the bullpen. Uh, You still have... Um, not Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell was dealt, uh, but you have Liam Hendricks. This team is going to be good. Uh, this team is going—they're uh, going to be good, uh, plain and simple. And I think they—I don't want to say they easily—they uh, easily run away with the division. But let's be real; they probably run away with the division. Like they're—they're—they're they're, they're that good. Um, second, I've got the Minnesota Twins. Um, you know, this is going to be a toss-up between two teams, um, the Tigers and the Twins. I think both teams are going to be pushing for, you know, that second spot. I've got the Minnesota Twins. I think they went out and they did enough. And, uh, and I think right now word is that they're looking uh, to acquire some more pitching. Uh, I believe it was Chris Paddock from uh, the uh, – uh, San Diego Padres, as my mind went blank there. Um, But the Minnesota Twins are, you know, they've made some moves. And what's going to help them out is the talent that they have. They brought in, again, you've got Carlos Correa, who signed the big big year, uh, or the big deal that he can opt out of. But here's the thing. That's okay. Carlos Correa, you still have Byron Buxton. Those two guys alone are going to be fantastic. Um, you know, your your rotation is going to consist of Sonny Gray. Uh, you've got Dylan Bundy. You have um, Chris Archer is there. Like I said, if they're able to get Chris Paddock from the, um, from the Padres, that's another huge piece uh, on your pitching staff right there. I think they did enough, and I think they're going to push towards – that second spot and even uh, even for a playoff spot. I don't think they have enough to to catch up with the Chicago White Sox, but that's okay. That's no biggie. As long as they're in position for a, a wild card spot, that's all you need. ESPN has them projected to go 81 and 81. Uh, let's see, it looks like Caesars has them Let's see, looking to go 80 and a half wins. They are 50 to 1 odds to win the World Series. I don't think they will, but in terms of that, they are going to be a relatively solid team. Third place, I've got the Detroit Tigers. I think the Tigers uh, do have enough as well to to make some noise in this division. Uh, They're 60 to 1 odds. Uh, They are, according to Caesars, 78 and a half wins. ESPN has them at 74 and 88. I think this team has done enough, and there are they've they've got some talent as well. You have Spencer Torkelson, uh, one of your top prospects. You know, so he is he's one to watch um, this year. You've got uh, Javi Baez came over. You have Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, Tucker Barnhart was acquired via trade. Um, again, Riley Green, one of the top prospects. He's hurt right now. He's set to come in. Like I said, you still have Spencer Torkelson. You have Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal. Uh, those are two solid arms. And you still have Miggy, Miguel Cabrera. Again, yes, he is literally on the back line of his career, right approaching the 18th hole. But he's still Miguel Cabrera. 
and he can get the job done. And I think he certainly will, you know, I, I think he's, I think he's going to be that huge piece, that call me in peace for this team. Especially, like I said, when you have guys like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson, those two young prospects, the two young studs, that, you know, they are they are going to be there. Now, granted, like I said, Riley Green is hurt. He has the foot fracture, and that will, you know, that could be, you know, that, could, that that's going to have him sideline for a little bit. That's a shame. But Riley Green, when he comes in, he's going to be solid. But I've got them, unfortunately, finishing in third. Uh, but this team is right there, uh, and they are set to go on a roll as well. Um, now, staying, obviously, in fourth, I've got the Kansas City Royals. I think the Royals are going to be much, much better than people are going to give them credit for. Even though they are finishing in fourth, according to my predict uh, projections, ESPN has them 71-91. and 91. And let me see, Caesars has them at 75 and a half wins, 101 odds to win the division. I think they're closer to that 75, um, even closer to 80 possibly. This team's loaded. They have some young talent that certainly can capture baseball fans. You still have Aldoberto Montesi. Now you have Bobby Witt Jr., the top prospect in baseball, Bobby Wood Jr., has now been called up. That's going to be fun to watch. You still have Salvador Perez. Best catcher in baseball. Hit 48 home runs last year. He was tied with Vladdy for the top spot in the in the home run, you know, in the home run lead in the on the majors. Here's the thing. If Kansas City can sit back and just kind of wait a little bit, maybe not, obviously, let me let me try that again. Let me not, you know, I don't mean wait. But if they can stay back and kind of stay, you know, out of, you know, let the other teams, you know, beat each other up in the American League, especially in the American League East, which we're going to get to here in just a second, and especially out West, if they take advantage of a couple series here and there against, you know, the teams above them, like Detroit, Minnesota, and Chicago. This team could compete for a playoff spot, which would be definitely interesting to watch. So with that being the case, what do you see from, you know, what do you see from Kansas City? I don't see them as low as the 71 and 91. I don't see that at all. I think they're much, much better than that. And I think you're going to see that this year from Kansas City. But again, cannot wait to see Bobby Wood Jr. So much fun. He's going to be a great, great player to watch in, in the majors. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's what we get to. That's what we get to experience, especially with Kansas City. And again, without Alberto Mondesi, too, man, count me in. You've got Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Guardians. A lot of people. Uh, I just don't see much from them. I've got them finishing the last. I think a lot of other team or a lot of other uh, people are higher on on Cleveland than I am. I just I just I'm not seeing it. Uh, they are 75 to one odds to win the World Series. Uh, Caesars has them 75 and a half wins. ESPN has them at 77. Um, they did sign Jose Ramirez to the long-term extension. Um, you still have Shane Bieber who has won the Cy Young just a couple years ago. Uh, you still have Tristan McKenzie. Um, Emmanuel Classe is, you know, he's the back end of that bullpen. But, you know, what else are you going to get from, you know, from Cleveland? I'm just not seeing much out of them as other people are, like I said. Um, Jose Ramirez is, you know, he's where it's at for them. But, you know, you, you're going to have to have some guys step up. And that's, you know, that's really what it's going to come down to. And, you know, you you have fr- uh, guys like Fran Mil Reyes, uh, Bobby Bradley, um, Ahmed Rosario, guys like that. You know, offense has to step up for Cleveland to to do anything. And I just I just not sure if I see that from them this year. I'm just I, I'm not because here's the thing. Yes, they did sign Jose Ramirez, and he does have a full no trade. 
but you know, if things start to go pretty rough, I mean, here's, I mean, could you see them dealing him? You know, even though they just signed him, it's a possibility he could be dealt at the deadline, depending on where Cleveland sits. That's what you got to watch with the Guardians. Um, unfortunately, I just don't see them doing much outside of uh, outside of fifth. They could compete for fourth, but I'm, I, I think that's their that's their highest ceiling there in terms of uh, in terms of uh, divisional placing, uh, fifth place for Cleveland. Let's head now to the American League East. This is the most intriguing division out of all of them. This is the one to watch, and it is going to be the most fun to watch throughout the season. There are four teams that are going to be battling with each other all the way through. You've got Toronto, you've got the Yankees, you've got Tampa and Boston. Way outside of that is the Baltimore Orioles, who are, let's be real, they're going to finish last. But I look at what we have, and I've got the Toronto Blue Jays winning the division. I think Toronto is... Um, outside of probably the Dodgers, the second best team in all of baseball. ESPN has them projected to go 96 and 66, and a 90.8% playoff um, are the playoff percentage odds. They are 10 to one favorites to win the World Series, and uh, Caesars has them at 92 and a half uh, wins on the season. I think the 96 wins is going to be. Is close just because the teams in the in the east are going to beat up on each other toronto don't look past the fact that they're going to be playing all their home games in canada that is a huge huge change from years past where they were in buffalo you know they were in dunedin and a little bit last year in toronto again the fact that they're playing all their home games now in Toronto in front of a rabid fan base, do not overlook that. That is going to be huge. Add that with a loaded baseball team of Vladimir Guerrero, Bo Bichette, George Springer, Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel, and now you can add Matt Chapman to that list. This team is loaded. Matt Chapman, who they traded for just a couple weeks ago, is batting seventh in that lineup. This team is going to put up runs. They have one of the best bullpens in all of baseball. The rotation is solid as I'll get out as well. With Jose Barrios, Kevin Gaussman, Alex Manoa, Yusei Kikuchi, um, you have Nate Pearson, who, hard-throwing righty, looks to be set up in the bullpen. Again, Blue Jays are going to be a nasty, nasty team to face, and one that's going to be a lot of fun to watch, like I said, this year. Finishing in second, I think you're looking at the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, this could go between the Rays and the Yankees. Hell, even the Boston Red Sox. I think Tampa has enough to get it done. Tampa, yes, they did go out and they did make a couple trades. But they have so much young talent in that pipeline. They're loaded. Like, they're loaded. ESPN's got them 86 and 76. Caesars has them at 89 and a half. 15 to 1 odds to win the division. Or, I'm sorry, win the World Series. Um, this team's, they're going to battle all year. Uh, you've got guys like Shane McClanahan, Shane Baz, and um, Tyler Glasnow are, are the, the three. Now, Glasnow's hurt still, but, you know, you've got guys that can step up and, you know, in this rotation and can really make some noise. And then there's that guy named Wander Franco. He's unbelievable. Wander Franco is just, he's the guy that can, you know, he's one of the best young talents in all of baseball. So this team, watch them, especially, like I said, with Wander Franco, this team can really do some damage as we move forward in this season because they're Tampa. They never seem to go away. They find a way to make it 
every single year, it seems like. And this team has that talent, so watch out, American League East. Finishing in third, I've got the New York Yankees. I think the Yankees do have a lot of talent on this team. And they are more than capable of making a run like they usually do. ESPN has them at 94 and 68. Caesars has them at 92 and a half, 11 to 1 odds to win the World Series. You know, this team's getting older. You've got Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, DJ LeMahieu, Joey Gallo, just to name a few. Anthony Rizzo. The problem is, like I said, they're getting older. And I just don't know if that pitching staff is going to be enough. You have Garrett Cole. But what are you going to get from Luis Severino, Jamison Tyone? You don't know what you're going to get from those guys. That's what makes it difficult. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is going to be Garrett Cole. He's going to do his, he's going to do his job. He's going to do his work. Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole, like I said. He's good. Do the Yankees have enough this year to make that next step, that extra leap, and go farther in the playoffs and make another World Series run? I don't know if they do, but it's going to be interesting to watch. That's definitely one thing to, uh, that's definitely, you know, right, you know, right within the the realm of the Yankees. Uh, Fourth place, I got the Boston Red Sox. ESPN has them at 87 and 75, 59.4% chance to to make the playoffs. Uh, Let's see here. We've got Caesars has them at 18 to 1 odds to win the World Series, 85 and a half wins. And they are the fourth team out of that group that can really make some noise in this division. Uh, The Red Sox went out and they did acquire Trevor Story. Uh, They signed him via free agency. And they are going to, again, be the team that's, you know, one of those teams that are going to be beating up on each other as we do move forward. You still have guys like Nathan Eovaldi. You have uh, Chris Sale, you know, still. Uh, Xander Bogarts is, you know, is part of it. Bobby Dahlbeck, uh, Christian Vasquez. This team has a lot. Um, Alex Verdugo is another one. So, again, the Boston Red Sox are, you know, they won the division last year. Or, you know, so, you know, with that being the case, you know, they, I, do they have enough again to make the playoffs? I think with the way the American League East is set up, I don't think all three or all four of those teams that I've mentioned so far, I don't see all four making the playoffs. Because I think one of the teams in the West will sneak in. But Boston... New York, Tampa, and Toronto are all going to be right there battling for it all the way through the full 162. Now we got finishing dead last, the Baltimore Orioles. I just think they are, ooh, they're rough. It's uh, it's going to be a rough uh, summer in Baltimore. Uh, they're projected to go 58 and 104, according to ESPN. And Caesars has them at 62 and a half wins. Uh, that is, um, like I said, it's going to be a long, long year. Uh, you still got guys like Adley Rutschman and Grayson Rodriguez, two of the top prospects, you know, and they are ones that can, you know, that can make things a little brighter for the fans in Baltimore and the club itself. Other than that, it's going to be tough. You do have Cedric Mullins, but again, this team is not, it's going to be pretty rough. So, again, Grayson Rodriguez and Adley Rutschman are not going to be enough to – they're not going to be enough to uh, to save anything for, you know, for Baltimore this coming summer. Um, so, uh, that's how we've got the divisions laid out here with Impact Sports Cincinnati. Uh, just to quickly recap, we've got – uh, the Toronto Blue Jays winning the American League East with Tampa, the Yankees, Red Sox, and Orioles. Uh, in the American League Central, we got the White Sox, Twins, uh, third place Tigers, fourth place Royals, 
fifth of the Cleveland Guardians out west, the Houston Astros, Seattle Mariners, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Texas Rangers, and Oakland Athletics. I've got the three wildcard teams as the Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, and then the third and final wildcard team as being the New York Yankees. In the National League, I've got the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, repeating as American, or I'm just, National League East champions. And they've got the New York Mets finishing second with the Philadelphia Phillies, Miami Marlins, and Washington Nationals to round it out. In the uh, National League Central, I have the Milwaukee Brewers, St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, and Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, in that division, like I said, uh, the top two positions can switch between the Cubs, or I'm sorry, between the Brewers and Cardinals, and then three and four can switch as well between the Reds and Cubs. Out west, it is the Dodgers to lose, uh, with the San Francisco Giants finishing in second, San Diego Padres in third, Colorado Rockies in fourth, and the Arizona Diamondbacks in fifth. Wildcard teams out west are going to be the San Francisco Giants, the New York Mets, and the San Diego Padres. That is how we're looking at here. However, in the World Series pick, I have got the Los Angeles Dodgers knocking off the Toronto Blue Jays. And what should be, like I said, a great, great, great season. Um, I think if you look at the individual awards, I do have Shohei Otani winning the American League MVP. Um, It's going to be between him and Vladimir Guerrero. Because I just think a lot of people are going to look at what he can do, you know, pitching and, and hitting. I think that is the problem. Uh, you know, with, you know, with that, and I think that is how you're going to see, you know, him capture the MVP uh, once again. But I've got Vladdy. If Vladdy has a great season, look for Vladdy to win the MVP. Uh, National League, I've got, I've got it between Juan Soto and I, I, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say Bryce Harper again because I think there's a lot more, but I'm going to go. I'm going with Juan Soto. I think he's he's the bright spot with that bad uh, Washington team. That is where the Nationals, I mean, they're going to have to utilize Juan Soto, and I think he's going to do enough to help carry that team. Um, I, I I just see there's, there's so much there. Um, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. And Trey Turner are all guys that can really, um, you know, really make a run for that because that Dodgers team is so loaded. I just think with the Dodgers being so loaded that those guys are going to take votes away from themselves, basically, is kind of how it's going to play out. Um, So I've got Juan Soto. Uh, American League Cy Young, it's got, you know, I I got Garrett Cole. I think Garrett Cole is going to be the man. Um, He's going to be the one to, you know, to really carry it. Uh, but don't be surprised if you see Lucas Giolito step up and 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 you know and make a serious run at that as well. Um, Giolito in that in that White Sox uh, rotation is where it's at um, for them. Uh, National League Cy Young. Um, don't be surprised if you see Corbin Burns win it again. Uh, Max Scherzer is listed as the favorite. That I don't know, just because uh, I think you're going to see. I just don't know how healthy Max Scherzer is going to be all season. That's what kind of concerns me with him. Um, I'm going to go Corbin Burns again. I think Corbin Burns um, does enough this year to to get it done. Uh, The home run leader, look for Vladdy to get it done again. Vladdy, the dude, just flat mashes. And especially now that, again, they are home in Toronto for a full season, uh, that's going to do a lot. And you're going to see Vladdy. You know, he's going to be the guy who captures it all. So uh, with that being the case, that is going to wrap it all up. Again, folks, thank you so much for for checking this out. As we start the Major League Baseball season on Thursday. And boy, it's been a long, long offseason. But by golly, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
to, you know, to watch this baseball season moving forward. Again, there's so much young talent out there with the guys like Bobby Witt Jr., Julio Rodriguez, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm Adley Rutschman, um, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, all these young guys, loaded talent in, in all of baseball here with, like I said, the young talent. It's going to be so much fun to watch these guys as they, you know, as they continue to progress in these seasons. It's going to be a lot of fun So make sure you check it all out. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We, again, thank you guys so much for, for checking us out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock and at IS Cincy. And you can also uh, check out the website at www.iscincy.com. And as always, make sure you check out, like I said, check us out online, check out the podcast, make sure you like it, comment, and everything like that. Again, check out the website and continue to interact with us as we move forward this season. And we're going to be doing some wrestling podcasts coming up. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Bengals and look at the draft uh, as well and baseball throughout the um, throughout the season uh, as we move forward. So thank you guys so much again for all your support as always. And let's have ourselves a fantastic baseball season. Take care, everybody.